2: telling you, let's make, uh, welcome Maria Martin, uh, 11 Alive's Maria Martin to the show. Good morning. And, morning. And we hope you are doing well. Thank you, as always, for getting up and being part of the show.
3: Good morning, guys. I really didn't know where that was going, but I did like the Dexter thrown in there. I think that people would maybe pay attention to me a little bit more if Dexter was involved, honestly. Really? I, I,
2: I I do that for you, too, because I know you don't know where I'm going. And it's like, oh, gonna well, bring, my dog. <laughs> I <love it>. <laughs> bring <laughs> my dog in. It's just like I do with Jesse. You know, the same thing with Jesse. And You know, Sam looks at me funny like, why are you bringing Jesse? Oh, oh, okay, now I see where you're going with this. Hey. Maria, it, is, it. it has been a, a whirlwind few weeks for you. We tried to get you a few weeks ago, but you've got sparks coming off your heels. If you're not following the Falcons, you were following the, the Braves and no telling whatever else you had going on. So you, unfortunately, were, were busy last week, um, but we've got you now. Now, before we get into today's matchup with the Falcons in Tampa Bay, Let's take care of some unfinished business. Let's say we had you on the show oh. the weekend after the Braves, unfortunately, were eliminated. Oh, dear. And the things that you Uh-oh. wanted to say, but yet you had no outlet Whoa. to vent, we we give you the floor. Fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, that was really crazy. And I think it it obviously sucks for Braves fans to not see them in the NLCS, but that's just turned into such an incredible series. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, everyone has every right to be frustrated. When you get bounced by the same team two years in a row in the division – it's kind of I mean it's not kind of it's incredibly frustrating especially because this was perhaps one of the best offenses that we've ever seen in major league baseball and it feels like a waste it's more proof that October is really difficult and you have to have a different kind of team built for that month of the year and and yes the break is an issue for baseball teams whenever you can clinch early and get a buy and not have to play in a wild card all of that is really beneficial except it's kind of not although you can't use that as an excuse the Braves really do We need to figure things out in the off season to become an October baseball team again. And remember back in 2021, when they won the world series, they were not the best team in baseball, which happens to be the world series winning team. Most years. Um, It's the reason why so many times over the best team in baseball never wins. It's just, it's such a difficult month to play in. Uh, I just, there's so many things that have to happen for the Braves and they have to dig deep. They really don't, in my opinion, have one single leader on this team. I really felt like Freddie Freeman was that guy. And when he left, it became a bunch of different guys, and, and to me, if you have a ton of different people leading a team instead of a couple, you're, you're in trouble, and I felt that a lot with the Braves, and it really just was frustrating watching something that we never have in the regular season turn into. The guys wouldn't say a waste, but they would more or less say that it is kind of a waste to go to, all the way to October, have the same result two years in a row. It can't happen.
0: You feel like you just having hey guys come in and let's close the door, close the door. skipper. You don't come and just have a team meeting. You think not enough of those type things take place when you don't have a, a a a Freddie Freeman or Dansby Swanson.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, there's plenty of leaders on the team, and I think that there just needs to be a couple of people that say, like, remember when Jock Peterson came in, he wasn't even a part of the team. That's right for more than a few months and he comes in and he's the guy that's like, wait a second, we need to figure things out. And it was because of one singular person that really helped rally this team. It's different for the Phillies when they're on a roll, they're on a tear after the wild card and this to me feels like a team of destiny right now. And I didn't feel like anyone was going to be stopping this team. And I don't think that anyone will, even though the snakes are trying to do a good job of that. Um, They just have a different kind of firepower. I never saw that from the Braves in October. It it was completely flat. And when you have your top hitters on the team, just going completely silent in the division series, it's never good. So, yeah, I mean, I think you need a couple of voices to really re-energize this team Kind of like Josh Peterson in 2021. It worked then. It worked for different teams. I didn't ever see that fire and desire to win from them in October. I
2: absolutely agree with what she's saying about the leader voice. I mean, we can go back. Terry Pendleton with the other Braves team that won it all. Mm -hmm. We can talk about what Jason Hayward did for the Cubs in 2016 during that rain delay. They all got stuck in there in Cleveland. He goes in there, gets them boosted up. They come back and they win it all. And, of course, Freddie. So, yeah, that was the X Factor for me. Having said that, Maria Martin from 11 Alive joining us here, mom of Dexter, and having a wonderful Sunday so far cuz she ain't got to get up early and catch a flight someplace. Um <laughs> let's talk about what I walked in and Sam and I uh, came in here to this morning and that was a full coming in here after a full week of people just going apoplectic about this Falcons team and the quarterback play and the coaches and all of that. Give us an understanding of what you're seeing this year and 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 your thoughts on where you think the adjustments should be made.
3: You should ask Sam what his vantage point is when he's sitting <laughs> next to me in the press box every day he's been stadium, because I always tell him, look, Sam, if I give you the look, you know, things are going south. Yep, yep.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> it happens.
3: It, uh, it, it, it does happen because this team is so confusing, right? I, I, in the off season, we were talking so much, especially on the show, Just we were hyping up this team. and we felt so good about what they had done in the off season. And I don't want to take away from that because yes, the front office did a lot of things to make this team great on paper, but this team is so confusing. I feel like I'm riding a roller coaster every single week. And that comes with different changes that you've been making. And even when you're looking at the schedule and you're looking at from going from predominantly the run, which we all know, Arthur Smith does very well. It's, it's what their bread and butter was made on in 2022. Now they're starting to pass the ball a lot more. So obviously it's very obvious Desmond Ritter has to take a step forward. And I've said this to Sam in the press box before, and I really mean it. I think it's difficult for a quarterback like Desmond Ritter to be thrown into an offense that isn't necessarily quarterback friendly and be expected to be 100% successful right away. That's part of being a quarterback. You get too much credit, too much blame. We talk about this all the time. Mm -hmm. But especially for him, he's young. He has barely any, any experience in the NFL. And everyone expects him to just be the greatest person on the planet, Immediately, it's not going to happen. There's a learning curve, and you're seeing that play out before our eyes. Now, granted, you can't turn the ball over, and you can't throw three interceptions and expect to win a game. That stuff has to change, and for me, particularly today, you obviously want to see him take a step forward on the road. The Falcons have not been good on the road. Everybody knows that, but he needs to be the leader and help them win games. In the beginning of the year, I was less concerned with Desmond because I didn't feel like he was helping them lose, I certainly felt like he had a contributing factor and that takes a lot for me to say about a quarterback. I'm very specific when it comes to stuff like that, but he definitely had a contributing factor to them losing against Washington. So take the step forward. Don't do anything to help your team lose the game, help them win. That's part of being a great quarterback. So yes, he can not turn the ball over that, that to me, it comes down to the quarterback. You can, you can say it's all on offense. There's a lot of things that need to be done for sure. The offensive line has not been spectacular throughout the year, but to me, it comes down to Desmond Ritter. He needs to take a step forward today, make a statement, say, "I'm." They're really going to ride with him, and I think that I truly believe that. But I'm the guy. I want to be the guy to stay here. He can do that with a win in Tampa today.
2: Yep. yep hey, hey, Sam. Yep. yep Sam, as opposed to Nisha, you you can tell Maria's had her coffee.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she's ready. Yeah, yeah red.
3: man. I'm ready to go. <laughs>
0: We're on the way for a .com hotline with Maria Martin from Level Live, And she is social. You can find her on the Twitter, the X, or whatever you call it in the last 15 minutes, at Maria underscore Martin, at Maria underscore Martin. For all that has gone wrong, and I talk about all the hand-wringing that's going on on this radio station the last week over the Falcons, over Desmond Ritter, over Coach Decisions, a win today, and they're in first place, Maria.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's such a pivotal game. Everybody knows that. And, I'm not saying people don't have a right to be frustrated. They absolutely do, because when you have so many weapons all over the place on offense, you should be producing. It's one of the questions that I asked a lot of the guys in the locker room on Wednesday during their availability. How frustrating is it to be right there and not score? Because we saw that several different times against Washington, and they all went back to those you guys have been hearing it all week miscommunication issues that they didn't have the week prior in their win over the Texans. Well, that's got to be fixed and it's got to be fixed fast. Because when you're not winning on the road, when you're having miscommunication issues, you don't want those things to snowball. So they're either going to fix those quickly this week, or it's going to turn into a massive issue, and we're going to see something not very pretty this Sunday. Uh, so yeah, I mean, of course, everybody's frustrated. They want the Falcons to be better. But look, at the end of the day, there is a ton of football left. They're 3-3. Three three. What they can do is, yes, again, be at the top place in the NFC South, which the division is also just as confusing as the Falcons. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes they're bad. I don't yeah. really know what to say about the division yet so yeah. far, yeah. But, but to be first place would be incredible. And they definitely have an opportunity to do that today. And this is an offense that has some of the most production in the NFL, literally at the top, but they're not doing it well. So you have to turn that into the most production into something actually to show on paper, which is touchdowns.
2: Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game 929thegame.com 9, I love having Marie on here. This this is just wonderful. This has it's it's been a wonderful morning How about overall. That? Even though it started off really crappy, it's it's turned into something wonderful. Um, where do I go next with you? I got two things I want to ask you about. I'll tell you what, let's stay in the division cuz you mentioned that. What are your thoughts on these quarterbacks in this division? And if you had to hang your hat on one of I don't know, Baker, what's going on there in Carolina, New Orleans, what are your thoughts on the QBs sitting here in the NFC South?
3: Well, first of all, we can't really talk about Carolina until they win a football game, I guess. Uh, Unfortunately for Bryce Young, I mean, he's just having such a rough go of it his rookie year in the NFL, which happens to a lot of guys, and I think, again, it's so hard with the quarterback position, especially when you're young. There's so much that people want to say about being winless and, and all that stuff. I think Bryce is going to be fine, but also when you have a guy like C.J. Stroud, who I think is the best rookie in the NFL, that's hard to compare the NFL rookie quarterbacks in that way, but going back to, to the division, uh, I guess Baker maybe, question mark? I don't know. He He's also confusing. I'm just confused, basically, is the moral of this conversation this, this morning, and you never really know what you're going to get out of Baker Mayfield. Uh, you saw that. That was a clear indication last week, but Arthur Smith really made an interesting comment on Wednesday. And he was talking about how Baker, if you can't contain him is going to become an issue for this team. And that's evident. Everybody knows he can move around in the pocket. He's a quick little thing. So yeah, you know, I don't know. I can't hang my hat on one person in the NFC South right now. Nobody's actually impressed me to the point of saying, this is the guy that's a clear cut division leader. Um, So I think that there's a lot of parity right now with the quarterbacks in the NFC South, so, who knows? Maybe it could be Desmond. Maybe he improves and impresses everybody. I know nobody believes that that's going to happen, <laughs> but, hey, he yeah. certainly
0: does. Why not? Why not? Before we let you go uh, and, and um, you know, find out what you got coming up uh, later tonight, Brock Bowers, we got the information he had the surgery. Does he come back? Do you play or not? This guy's a top five pick in the draft. Do you make a business decision? What do you think happens, Maria?
3: I think he's going to play, yeah. I mean, I, I think he's going to come back quicker than people realize, too, because this is a surgery that plenty of guys have had and have come back after a month and a half, two months, what have you. And I know where he got the surgery in Birmingham. It's a great place. Um, you know, I worked in Alabama for three years, and there's a lot of guys that have come in and out of that door and been really successful. So, yeah, I think he's going to play. I certainly think this offense is going to hurt. The dog's offense is going to hurt without him. I personally believe he's the best player in college football, uh, without a doubt. Uh, that's over any quarterback, any other skill player, it doesn't matter. I think he just creates a different element on offense. So that's really tough when you take that away. Yeah, it's going to give other guys some opportunities on offense for the Dogs, which is good. Oscar Delta's has had the rest. He's ready to roll. But I do think he's going to play, and I do think they need him in order to be successful later on in the year. You know, college football is really interesting right now. The SEC is having a down year. I think a lot of that has to do with the NIL. It's creating more of an even playing field across, especially at the top of college football. There are some teams, especially FSU looks really good. There are some teams that are going to give Georgia a run for their money later on, and they need guys like Brock Powers. So I I do think he's going to play, barring everything in the recovery, uh, being great, which I anticipate it to be. But sure, give me a couple months, a month, not a couple months, probably a month, and I think he'll be ready to go.
2: I'm going to quote you on this, uh, Maria, moving forward. Baker Mayfield, a quick little thing. So <laughs> I think we're going, to, we're, going to, we're going to use that, put it on something. Then. What's we'll coming
0: look. up tonight? What's coming tonight on Sports Extra?
3: Yeah, so I have John Abraham on the show. I love him so much. He's He's literally been so great. He, he's got this really awesome passion project, which is TV now. And he wants to give it a serious go. So I'm trying to get him as many reds on Sports Extra as humanly possible. Falcon's yeah. great. Great dude. Um, so he'll be breaking down the game with me. He's been awesome when he's not on Sports Extra. He'll text me and ask, what do you think? And we'll bounce ideas off of each other throughout the game. So glad to have John Abraham back on the show. I'm going to try to get Sean Elliott a big one for the Georgia State Panthers, Sam. I know you know that well. I'm I'm hoping to have him on the show later today. So, Yeah. yeah, we're going to be talking about everything and hopefully talking about a Falcons win.
2: Maria, you're the best. We appreciate it. And thank you, as always, when you get up and join us. And we will be hollering at you soon.
3: Yes, please do. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day.
2: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful
0: enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.